Hello, and welcome to our epic TBR list. Hey there, episode one, Tuesday, March 31st, 2020, quarantined. So let's begin. (laughs) Hello there, and welcome to our epic TBR list. This is the very first episode, so I'm figuring things out like what I want the order to be like, editing the audio on GarageBand, wow, Um, stuff like that. So uh, once again, I'm Ange or Angela, or maybe I'm Mrs. Schmelzer to you, depending on who you are out there. Uh, Once again, I'm a school librarian with multiple school libraries in the land of cheese and beer, a lifelong reader and hoarder of books, music, movies, cats, coffee, sheep, yarn, you get the drift. I've been looking for something new to add to our blog to update it and make it more accessible to patrons, friends, everyone. Since we've been at home, social distancing since March 17th here in southern Wisconsin, I have been looking for something to fill the time. I'm a huge podcast listener and decided I wanted to give it a try since I cannot find a book podcast that has everything I'm looking for. Since I'm still figuring things out, like what's the format going to be, and for God's sakes, turn off the alerts on all your other devices, Schmelzer, (laughs) you're going to kind of be learning some of that stuff along with me. So I'm sorry about the bumps in the road, and uh, I guess just buckle up. For now, I'm going to stick to what am I reading now, what book news is out there, and what books are coming out in the next week that I'm excited about. Sound good? Excellent, because you don't have a choice. Ha ha. So what am I reading now? I have been reading the last book in a trilogy, which I absolutely adore, which of course means that my brain doesn't want to finish it. So I take forever to finish it. The series is The Girl at Midnight by Melissa Gray. Book one is The Girl at Midnight. Book two is The Shadow Hour. And book three is The Savage Dawn. It's a young adult published by Delacorte Press, which is a division of Random House. The first book was published in 2015, and the last book hit the shelves in 2017. And what I love so much about this series is the incredibly original world that the author has created within our own world happening right now. This is the same thing that made me love Harry Potter, the modern fairy tales, beautiful creatures, Twilight, and so many other series. The two main creatures in this series are Avishan and Drakaran. They're both very ancient lines of people who have been living hidden in our own world for thousands of years. The Avishan are a bird people with feathers for hair, and they come in all the many colors that birds come in, whether it's peacock, raven, swan, cardinal, anything. The Drakaran are said to be born of dragons. They have scales covering their bodies, but it's in a subtle way that they can cover up if they need to. Our main character is Echo. She's a human who ran away from a super abusive home at a very young age, became good at surviving on her own, stealing what she needed, and had even figured out a way to live in the New York Public Library somehow before getting caught pickpocketing one of the Avishan elders, the Allah. The Allah took the starving child to the nest and gave Echo the family she had never had or even hoped to have. Our other main character is Caius, a Drakarn, and the Dragon Prince. 
The drama in this series comes from the war that has been going on for hundreds of years between the Avetian and the Drakarn. No one seems to know why it even started at this point, but uh, they both seem to think that a mythical creature, the Firebird, is the answer for them to finally end the war. There's tons of adventure, magic, romance, and of course, one of my favorite things that has almost become a must in books, a Scooby gang of friends who are loyal until the death and fight side by side with you. If any of this sounds good to you, then be sure to pick up The Girl at Midnight by Melissa Gray, wherever books, ebooks or audiobooks are sold. All right, what book news is out there? So yesterday it was all over social media that we lost the great author and illustrator, Tommy DePaola. Tommy DePaola was 85 years old. He was best known for his books for children. He had a five-decade writing and illustrating career during which he published more than 270 books. Some of his most well-known books are 26 Fairmount Avenue, Straganona, and Meet the Barkers. His work has been recognized with the Caldecott Honor Award, the Newbery Honor Award, the Laura Ingalls Wilder Award, and the New Hampshire Governor's Arts Award of Living Treasure. In addition to his illustrations, DePaula produced artwork that has been featured in numerous galleries and museums in recent years. In 2011, he received the American Library Association's Lifetime Achievement Award. He will be missed in the world of books. I will link an article all about him on the blog. What books are coming out in the next week that I'm excited about? Well, this week's list is going to be rather epic since it's the first and I decided to cover most of March because why not? <laughs> so let's start out at the beginning. House of Earth and Blood by Sarah J. Moss came out March 3rd from Bloomsbury Publishing. This is the first in the Crescent City series, Sarah's first adult novel. I cannot wait to read it as soon as possible since she is one of my must-buy authors of the last few years. This novel has her classic fantasy element, which she's so dang good at, but also has mystery, murder, city life, and of course, hot, hot romance. Kingdom of Back by Marie Luke. This is YA and is Lou's passion project and first novel she started, but then she put it on hold while she wrote the best-selling Legend series. And seriously, if you haven't tried that, it's awesome. This one is a historical fiction novel about the what if a daughter in a family had been given the same access to the training and education that a son had been given. How would history have changed? And how would our present have been changed by this? The neural Mozart, no idea if I'm saying that first name right, was just as talented and just as much a musical prodigy as her brother Wolfgang was, but had been forbidden to compose by her father. The siblings came up with their own fantasy world, The Kingdom of Back, which Lou creates within her historical novel about Nenerl. This one sounds powerful. Wicked As You Wish by Rin Chupeco is the first book in the YA series, A Hundred Names for Magic. 
and it also came out on March 3rd, but this one is from Sourcebooks, and people, I love Sourcebooks so darn much. I still haven't read one from them that I haven't liked. This one is a fantasy within the real world of Arizona, where the former inhabitants of the Kingdom of Avalon are hiding out in a town so boring that magic doesn't even work there. Then the famous creature of legend, the Firebird, hmm, I think we heard about a Firebird already once today, arrives and they head back to their frozen land for a showdown with the evil Snow Queen. This sounds very once upon a time to me, but also one I would have a hard time walking past at a library or store. All right, next up, The Light in Hidden Places by Sharon Cameron came out March 3rd, also from Scholastic. This one is a young adult historical fiction novel about a Polish teen who hides 13 Jews in her attic during World War II. This one sounds intense, but also like a great addition to the Holocaust branch of the historical fiction for any YA library. Plus, I absolutely loved Sharon's dark unwinding duology. People, if you have not tried that, what are you waiting for? Get it. Wayside School Beneath the Cloud of Doom by Lewis Sacker came out March 3rd from HarperCollins, and this is the fourth book in the Wayside series. The Wayside School series, which hasn't had a new book in like 25 years. This series is a classic middle grade series about Wayside School, which has tons of funny things happening all the time. This one would be a great little series for grades four through seven, especially while they're social distancing. Winterborn Home for Vengeance and Valor by Allie Carter is a new middle grade mystery that came out March 3rd from HMH Books for Young Readers. This mystery is about April, who is a who lives in a big creepy mansion for orphans, waiting for her mother to come back to get her. She just has to find the clues left for her by her mother in this giant mansion. But here's the thing, there are tons of mysteries in this mansion. And I can't wait to try a new book by Allie. Her books are so dang good, especially her High Society series. Seriously, could you please write a few more in that series, Allie? I'm dying here, girl. Journey of the Pharaohs by the very recently late Clive Kostler came out March 10th from Putnam and is book 17 in the Numa Files. This is one of my absolute favorite adventure authors, and I'm guessing one of the last books from him since he just passed away, sadly. These adult books are so darn good and perfect for anyone who loves history, mystery, and epic action adventure. In Five Years by Rebecca Searle came out March 10th from Atria Books, which is a division of Simon & Schuster. This is also an adult book from an author I've only read a YA novel from. This one is a dramatic romance, just like the YA I read by her, and I really liked that one. It was called When You Are Mine. And it was a Romeo and Juliet retelling from Rosalind's point of view. In this book, In Five Years, Cyril takes the question of, where do you see yourself in five years? From an interview the main character is having to a whole new level. It sounds really good. Stamped by Jason Reynolds came out March 10th from Little Brown Books for Young Readers. And it's at a crucial time in the United States that this book that explores both racism and anti-racism has arrived for YAs. 
It's a re-imaging of Dr. Ibram X. Kendi's National Book Award winning Stamped from the Beginning that came out in 2016 about the history of racism in America and inspires hope for an anti-racist future. Per usual, I am up for anything that is Jason Reynolds. He is a god among young adult authors. Don't check out this book by Kate Kleiss came out March 10th from Algonquin Books, a division of Workman Publishing. This middle grade sound is just like the silly funny wordplay loaded series of 43 Old Cemetery Road, which we've been giggling about for years now. I can't wait to get this one in my middle school library and start recommending it. Plus, the illustrations by M. Sarah Kleist are probably as awesome as they are in this in that other series as well. Can't wait. From Blood and Ash is by Jennifer Armentrout. It came out yesterday. It seems to be only available as an ebook or Kindle book right now, so that's interesting. It's the first in a new fantasy series called Blood and Ash, but I'm not sure if it's young adult or adult, so I'm going to say adult to be on the safe side for now because her books are usually really great and usually rather sexy. So the fact that she has dived into the fantasy genre is making me so happy. Mission Impossible by James Patterson and Stephen Butler came out yesterday, too, from Jimmy Patterson, a division of Little Brown. This is book three in the middle grade series Dog Diaries, which is a spinoff from the incredibly popular middle school series. These are both funny series that are perfect for any fourth through seventh graders who love silly, funny stories. Imagine Me by Tara Maffey came out today from HarperCollins, and is the sixth book in the Young Adult Shatter Me series. Okay, full disclosure, I had no stinking clue that there had been more books after the third one in this series, which stinks because I love the first three books in this series and recommend them to people all the time. I'm such a dork. Now I'm going to have to start all over and buy the rest of these. (laughs) Of course, I did buy them for the high school library, so if we ever get to go back to school, I can get my paws on them from the library, too. Shatter Me is about Juliet and her fatal ability, which she learns isn't the only ability out there once she finally escapes the re-establishment. It's a dystopian with abilities at its core, and a love triangle, which we all love to hate, but we really love. Night of the Dragon by Julie Kagawa comes out today, too, from HQ Young Adult, a division of HarperCollins. This is book three in the Shadow of the Fox fantasy series about Yumeko, who has trained her entire life to protect the scroll of a thousand prayers that will give one terrible wish, which many are hunting for talk about epic fantasy journey. I own book one and two as ebooks and can't wait to give them a try. Kagawa writes some of the best fantasy out there in my opinion. I love her Blood of Eden series and her Iron Fae series. If you haven't tried those, you should. You can find this full list with links on the blog along with any other links from this episode. I hope you enjoyed this. Subscribe, review, so we can get on the charts. Thanks everyone. Stay healthy out there, people. Stay in your place. Read all the books instead. Happy reading, everyone.